The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Last year, Gargantuan $2.3 trillion appropriations bill did a couple of very obvious things. It provided millions of Americans badly needed coronavirus relief aid, and it averted an impending government shutdown. It also dealt with UFOs. The stipulation mandates that the Director of National Intelligence work with the Secretary of Defense on a report detailing everything the government knows about unidentified flying objects, known in agency lingo as unidentified aerial phenomena or anomalous aerial vehicles. It must be made public, and when it is, it will be big. Former Intelligence Director John Radcliffe said in a recent interview, quote, Frankly, there are a lot more sightings than have been made public, end quote. The report must include detailed analysis of unidentified aerial phenomena, data, and intelligence gathered by the Office of Naval Intelligence, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, and the FBI. The provision reads, When the spending package was approved on December 27th, a 180-day countdown began, giving intelligence officials until June to deliver lawmakers their write-up. Quote, the U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and potential national security implications. The American people deserve to be informed, end quote. The increasingly vocal crowd of space watchers is eagerly awaiting the forthcoming intelligence agency report. Some of them say that studying UFOs is essential to the country's security. In a July interview, Florida U.S. Senator Marco Rubio, vice chair of the Intelligence Committee, said, quote, the prospect that something otherworldly is behind the flying objects does not concern him as much as the idea that a U.S. adversary could be making secret technological advances. Quote, the bottom line is, if there are things flying over your military bases and you don't know what they are because they aren't yours and they're exhibiting potentially technologies that you don't have at your own disposal, that to me is a national security risk and one that we should be looking into, end quote. Radcliffe also described the sightings this way, quote, We are talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery that frankly engage in actions that are difficult to explain, movements that are hard to replicate, that we don't have the technology for or are traveling at speeds that exceed the sound barrier without a sonic boom. There's actually quite a few of those, and I think that information is being gathered and will be put out in a way the American people can see, end quote. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy, MMS, CBD pure hemp oil, Divinia water, pure organic sulfur, flash drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share it. 
and click the bell to be notified when new interviews are available. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Stephen Baffett is the executive director of Paradigm Research Group, founded in 1996 to end a government-imposed embargo on the truth behind extraterrestrial-related phenomena. He has spoken to audiences around the world about the implications of disclosure, the formal confirmation by heads of state of an extraterrestrial presence engaging the human race. He has given over 1,200 radio and television interviews, and PRG's advocacy work has been extensively covered by national and international media, including being featured on CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, The Washington Post, and The New York Times. In 2013, PRG organized a citizen hearing on disclosure at the National Press Club in Washington. In November of 2014, PRG launched a two-year political initiative out of Washington, D.C. that injected the ET issue into the 2016 presidential campaign. PRG recently launched a new extra-political podcast out of Washington, D.C., The Disclosure Wire, based in the National Press Building, two blocks from the White House. Bassett has appeared in many documentary films, and his lectures and interviews are well represented on YouTube. His main website is paradigmresearchgroup.org, and I'm privileged to welcome back Stephen Bassett. Hello, Stephen. Welcome back. How are you? I'm back, baby. It's good to be with you, Mel. Steve, where are you now? Where are you? Are you in D.C.? Around that area? I am in my office in in deep Washington, D.C., two blocks from the White House. Great. And by the way— Just in case they need me. Yeah. (laughs) Just in case you're just a stone throw away from the White House, is that right? A nine iron. Okay. Okay. That's not that too far. That's not that far. But I always have to say this at the beginning of every show that I do with you, Steve. You were my very first real interview. The first one was kind of a, a uh, an accident with uh, the late Milton Torres. But you came to me after that happened, and uh, I pretended that I had a a radio show, and the rest is history. So I'm always very grateful that you accepted my very first invitation. Okay. Well, since, since you haven't had me on for eight years, that that's that, but that's very nice. I forgive you. <laughs> Thank you. So let's not wait eight years for the next one. Excellent. By the way, <laughs> you are currently exercising in a very good setup that you just told me. You have one of those elevated uh, desks. You know, after 12 months of COVID, I think everybody has put a pound or two. I'm one of them. And, uh, you know, we all have to get out or if not, at least have some bring the gym to the uh, to the office. That's what you're doing right now. Uh, perfectly economical uh, standing desk. So adjustable up and down. Eighty nine bucks on Amazon. And then I got a fantastic deal at Costway on a a three hundred and eighty dollars on a uh, treadmill. Put the two together. Now, I should have done this six, seven months ago, okay, but I'm not that kind of guy. I, I have to stumble on stuff. Uh, and so now I can put in two, three miles a day, as much as I want. But even if I'm not on the treadmill, I'm standing up. And I was trying to do as much stand-up as possible. Sitting in a desk, hunching over a laptop is killing me. So now, posture, straight up, less less neck problems. It's the way to go. And with a treadmill, it's doubly cool. So I'm coming out of this pandemic Rested, tan, ready. Well, Steve, after eight years, I want you to give me an update. What has happened? You also took kind of a hiatus for a while, and you're kind of a getting back in. What's been going on in the disclosure movement? 
<laughs> no, very, there's a lot of people that would not dare ask me that question because, well, I mean, put it this way. If uh, oh, there's a couple of talk shows that know me well enough, if they asked me that question, they could just leave the leave the studio, go out and have dinner. And when they got back, I'd still be closing up, right? Uh Look, in 2013, I did the citizen hearing on disclosure. That's the last time that we interacted. Uh, it, it accomplished its goal. And then in 2014, well, late 2014, November, December, I came to Washington, delivered the, the citizen hearing record to all of the members of Congress and started a media campaign targeting Hillary Clinton in the, in the election. Uh, I knew all about her connection to the ET issue and other people in her, in her coitier. And uh, I was able to break through. My publicist, very, very connected woman, and we started getting the articles out. They started getting calls. They were in an impossible position. And then all you know, they started doing things. Uh, the, the famous regret tweet on February 13th, 2015. She turned up on Kimmel. Her husband turned up on Kimmel. Uh, Barack turned up on Kimmel. <laughs> she gave some other interviews. She played it safe, though. She didn't get carried away. And the media covered it. 400 some articles, all on my website. Uh, so there was a huge amount of awareness and interest, certainly in the media, about the fact that she really had a connection and, and, and was willing to speak publicly about the ET issue. No other presidential candidate's ever done that in that degree. And that was the plan. That was the plan all along. So once she wins the White House, uh, my prediction that she intended to be the disclosure president would have been foremost in a lot of people's minds. And then with all the media coverage already and, the, and more to come because, you know, that's a subject they're not going to steer away from once she's the president, even while the president-elect. Essentially, we were locked – I'm trying to lock down disclosure early in her term, maybe six months into her term. Hearings and then disclosure, it's done. She's a disclosure president. That's what she wanted. She just wasn't willing to – she was trying to finesse it. It was a mistake. I told Podesta in an email. He did not respond. That that was the biggest mistake of her political life in any event. She lost the election, and pretty much my entire game plan uh, went out the window. And I was in a, no, I was nowhere. It was not a good time because uh, a huge amount of work had gone into those projects, and they essentially uh, it was like they, they were they were they were worth about as much as Colombian currency on a on a bad day. So. I, I checked out. I, I, I went to the UK. I, I have a place to stay there, and I stayed there for eight months. Went to Moscow, gave an interview that was kind of cool, and redid my website, which I'd been putting off for approximately 12 years. So that's, you see, I'm, I get around to things eventually, right? Uh, and while I was there, the To The Stars Academy launched, meaning suddenly the game was on again. They, the game was back on. And I was out of the stadium. <laughs> so I watched it from afar. I came back. And, 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 but I knew instantly how important it was. So even in, while I was in the UK, I immediately started supporting this project, following it very closely. And that's what I've been doing uh, since I got back uh, in early 2018. Then I had some health problems. You know, the odd organ has to go, that kind of stuff. Uh, but I came back to Washington in uh, September of 2019 because of certain developments and was prepared to go big time. I mean, get really back in the game at that point. And I, I started the process, got set up, got an office in D.C. near the White House just in case they need me. And uh, 
the pandemic came along. And I, I, I didn't order a pandemic, but apparently that's what they're serving. So that kind of set me back. Uh, and I've been de- like everybody else. But I've, I've been in a position where I'm, I'm very strongly isolated and was able to almost eliminate the risk of getting it. Uh, but I was very careful. I'm 74, so it's not like, ah, I'll roll the dice. No. So uh, the last year has been kind of that, trying to see what I could do uh, within the pandemic. And I have done some things. Uh, I've also brooded a lot. Uh, and But watching everything closely, which brings me to an important point. Since this show was, what, three, four hours? Here's the deal. Everything I'm talking about, for anybody that's like, what is he, what's he saying? What's going on? I have a, t- a hint, a tip. You want to be the most one of the most noticeable people in the world about some of the most important developments in history? Here's what you can do. You go to my website, paradigmresearchgroup.org. The top menu, you hit resources. You scroll down to print media archive. That takes you to an intro page. Then you hit PRG Media, print media. You get that page comes up. Go to uh, 2018. I'm sorry. Go to 2017. Scroll down to October 10, and you will see earmarked in red the first article published about the To the Stars Academy. This was published the day before it was launched. And then just start working chronological toward the present and read every red earmarked red marked article because all of those are related to the to the stars academy and 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 things that subsequently developed due to them connected indirectly but all pretty much in the same basket and read forward until the present time it's 700 articles it's about the equivalent of a 400 page book and when you finish that then you go to issues up in the menu drop down to to the stars academy Go to media, to the Stars Academy Media, TTSA Media, and what comes up there is 160 video clips related to the TTSA, interviews with them, news coverage of them, and so forth. There are more than that, and I I need to load a bunch more on, but there's 160 there. Watch as many as you can. It wouldn't take forever. If you do both of those things, you will know more than 99%, maybe 99.5%, of the people in the world about what's going down right now, because without that, you're just getting tiny pieces of a very rich picture that's being painted. So that's my tip on that. So that's my answer to your question, what I've been doing. And I'm completely now immersed in uh, these current developments. And the last thing I'll say is this, what I've been saying in my pre- 62 other interviews I've given since January 1, I'm convinced for some very good reasons we are in the last weeks and months of the truth embargo and that soon we're going to have congressional hearings. That's the next step. And those congressional hearings will lead to the confirmation of ET presence by the president. president. The timing of all this has been tricky because of unusual events happening. The pandemic, for one, which might have been further along right now, but it's not. And there may be another resurgence. That's an issue. Big problem. And then the political developments, which are still a crazy mess, uh, that things that have happened that have jammed the administration up so that 
it's pushed the prospects of this forward several months. So now I'm thinking soonest May, could be June, could be July, but it's going to be sooner than later. And that's a big deal. But I can make a very powerful case while that projection is substantive. Well, let me ask you this. Let's dissect a lot of too many things to unpack with what you just said. But first of all, in the intro, you didn't hear it because I already pre-recorded it. I discussed the 180-day period from December 27th, 2020 to, I believe, let me just put it here, that would be June 20, the 25th of 2021, which is allegedly when this report will come out to Congress. How much truth do you think will come out this time? Okay. Now, that's a very significant development. Uh, one of the many that I was referring to that has been covered. Uh, right now, I'm going to a particular – I need to go to 2019. Just take a second. And this will allow me to give your listeners a, a perspective. In 2019, this is one of a number of things that happened that got my attention. But this is pretty straightforward. In 2019, in July, the To the Stars Academy was announced, by the way, in October 2017. So this is about 18 months after the TTSA was launched. Uh, in July, one of the members of the To the Stars Academy, uh, Christopher Mellon, an experienced political player um, who has worked for the Defense Department. He's worked for eight, uh, entities on the Hill, and he's the former Associate Secretary of Defense, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, which sounds like might be a low-level person. And in fact, that's a pretty high-level job. He wrote a op-ed in the Washington Post, and I am looking for that right now. And while I'm looking, essentially – what Mellon did was to call out the Congress. He'd written one previously that called out the DOD. This, this is a little later. He's calling out the Congress for why it isn't addressing this issue, which any seasoned person would know immediately is he's calling on the Congress to hold hearings. All right. Okay. I noted that with great interest. Now, not long after that, word came to me and some others that he was up on the hill, Capitol Hill, and he was meeting with members of congressional committees, almost certainly focused on certain committees, not just any member of Congress. And he was taking witnesses with him. Now, the witnesses were military witnesses. And I think initially it was the witnesses that many people are familiar with, namely the uh, couple pilots and maybe some of the technical people from the Nimitz Aircraft Carrier Group involved in the 2004 incident that, of course, was made worldwide famous by uh, the new uh, Washington Post in those De uh, December 2016 articles. So – that caught my attention. So we waited a little bit. And then a couple of the members happened to mention that they'd had these briefings, but they weren't interested in discussing content, which confirmed that these, these 
these meetings, briefings, whatever, were off record. No press, no press release. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.